Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Nick at Night. On Wednesdays, I always do extra special Nick at Night episodes because I bring in one of my super cool, amazing friends that gets to share all of their wealth of knowledge with you. And tonight, I've brought my friend Bridget Flynn to talk to us about some of the stuff that she is such an expert in that we all need to know. And I cannot wait for her to share this with us tonight because it's all about our environment and how our environment impacts us every single day. And without even realizing it, it may actually impact some of what we're able to do in our business. And she's going to tell us all about it tonight. So Bridget, welcome. I'm so excited you're here with us. Thank you, Nicole. I am very excited to be talking about this uh, special topic with you. As I've been going on my intuitive journey and my uh, also be my home interiors business, where they're coming together, like is that in that energetic space? It's like energy, home organizing, and design. So I'm, and, and especially like being in, um, being an entrepreneur myself. I know exactly what you need in your home office, energetically, organizationally. Let me just brag about you though for a minute, because one thing that you did not say when you were mentioning your skill set is your crazy on point intuition. That old thing. It's awesome. It's awesome. So much about from you because. It's just such an interesting thing to understand that we all have it because I remember you and I had a conversation once, I believe walking the streets of Vancouver and you were like, yeah, we all have it. It's just a matter of understanding how to get quiet enough to listen to, and to know what you're actually listening to and get clarity on it's there for you. The answer is already there. And I remember thinking, wow, is it really? And interestingly enough, if I can share this quick story, the reason I have my sweater on because Bridget, when we were shopping together, used her intuition to pick this out. You picked a couple of things out for me. And it was just so on point. And I just, I really have always admired and respected how not only do you understand your intuition, but you are able to use it in such a beautiful way. And I just think that that's one of the, yeah, one of the, the very first things that always stood out to me about you. And yes, you're a home organizer and you are an interior decorator, but I believe all of that is driven by your intuition and your ability to really hear it and listen to it. Yeah. I listen to the home, you know, I listen to, cause home has its own energy. I listen to listen with my intuition. I listen to my clients, you know, and like how they, how they really need to use the space. And then I put out my little, my little feelers, my little intuitive energetic feelers. And I'm like, all right, this is what needs to happen. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I love it. 
I love it. I'm going to pause real quick and tell you, this is going to be such a powerful presentation for all of us because we are all in a business. We all have a home office and we all want to have it aligned for success. And Bridget is going to be sharing some amazing tips for us tonight on how we can do that. But also she wants to entertain questions that you have specific to um, your home office and how you can align it with success. So Bridge has all kinds of amazing stuff to share with us, but then she also wants to make sure that we have some time to answer questions. Yeah, they can be anything about um, about decluttering or editing, uh, organizing, design, the energy of the office, the energy of success, alignment, intuition. Like I always see things as holistic, you know? So. Um, so it's all connected and I'm happy to, to answer those. And I will listen, like I'll tune in intuitively to your question as well and get the best answer for you. I love that. Have one. Yeah. I love that. And I will have some questions also. I hope I'm allowed to ask them as the host. Oh yes, please do. Um, and Liz says perfect timing. She's over, she's doing over her office right now, Liz, I am too. So I feel like this is all, this is how the universe serves us. It always brings us, you know, exactly what we need in the right moments and everything's always working out for us. So Bridget, it seems like perfect timing that you're here to share this with all of us. So let's get started. Let's, let's chat. Cause I want to allow you to share everything that you know, and just really get into what's important for us about our environment, our home, our home office. Cause like you said, it's all holistic. It all, it's, it's all a part of the big picture. There's no separate pieces where nothing doesn't impact the other thing. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the most important thing, I don't care if you're rich as crocious or poor as dirt is that you have a clean space. So clutter-free, um, everything has a home and that the energy of the space is clean as well. So baseline, things need to be clean. And uh, the way that we feel really, the way that we feel like uh, emotions are energy and energy radiates from us, right? So the way that we feel fills the space. And that can also over time have an impact on how we feel, you know, because like, it's kind of like what you put out, you get back, you know, in, in, its own, in, a, in a very interesting way. And so that's why I find it very important to, to make sure that my energy is clean and that I'm feeling good. And it's, it's not about never feeling bad. You know, we, we always live life, but it's like, how does that energy of what I'm feeling impact my space and how can I take responsibility for it and for myself? Mm-hmm. so that's like the most to me that's the most important thing mm-hmm. success starts and ends with us my success starts and ends with me so like no matter how decluttered no matter how organized no matter how beautiful or feng shui your office is it will those are only the support tools my success starts and ends with me so I have to make sure that I'm showing up every day and working towards my goals, receiving what's coming to me, putting out there what is true for me um, within my business, recognizing that, um, especially as coaches, like we all feel this way. And I think that even like CPAs and teachers and even like target clerks can feel this way, is that your job is 
is sacred. It's your way of being of service. Mm-hmm. So, cause you are facilitating something, you know, I love how you said that you're like, cause truly it's, it's the gifts that we're sharing to be able to do that job, to be able to show up in that, in that capacity of service that really, um, that's what we're sharing. That's what makes it all possible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And so we have to recognize that like, again, that our success starts and ends inside of us. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, because I used to be that person who I thought like, if I just bought the next thing, or if I, if I just did this right, that I too would have success. And, you know, as you get older and you gain more experience, you realize that, no, it's, it's not even that it, it's, it's, it's me, it's me. You know, I can buy all the things and I can buy all the shoes. I can buy all the bags. I can buy all the courses. I can buy all the coaching that I, that I could possibly have, but none of that matters if it's not coming from inside of me. I know that I have made that abundantly clear right now. <laughs> Some of us learn that the hard way. Some of us buy all the things and collect all the things because we think that that's going to make us more happy or satisfied. And then we learn, wow, this didn't actually work the way I thought it would. And then you kind of feel like, why not? And it's what you keep coming back to. It's what's inside of us that really determines everything. Yeah. And so when I start this 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 is a new process that I'm taking clients through. So I've been in business, I've been in interiors for six years and I've had my own business for six years. And um, so I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur, to take your business, to move from self-employed to, you know, self-employed is like, you're just earning a wage to pay yourself. There's no growth, there's no scaling, you know? Um, And then when you become an entrepreneur, it's all about how do I grow? How do I serve on bigger levels, right? So I know that journey. And so having been in business for myself for six years, I know what your, what your people are going through and the growth that goes along with it. I've been doing interiors for, for six years and I started my business in Silicon Valley. And that was great because everybody needed to get organized because everyone was so freaking busy, you know, That's they have great. no time to do it, but they want it done. And they have a bunch of stuff that needs to be somewhere. They got money. So they're all, they're all yeah, exactly. Um, and so this iteration, so uh, this iteration of my business, I'm calling it divine organizing. It's the evolution of my business. And this is where I'm bringing in more of that energetic aspect. So this is the first time I'm guiding people. I've been working with it for the last six years, but I've been, I'm finally bringing it like consciously into my business mm-hmm. and into the vernacular of my business. So that's really fun. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Cause that's it's really, truly really what you enjoy and what like you said earlier, it's how you provide your level of service to the people who need it. Yeah, I'm like the spiritual home edit. That's really what it is. I just started watching that show. Yeah, it's great. It's exactly what I do. Just like put me on there. Like, I do the exact same thing, you know. Yeah. For those level. of you who don't know, we're talking about the show. Um, it's They were actually a business before the show existed from now yeah. what I've learned. But the show, The Home Edit on um, Netflix is what I've been watching. It's all about organization. And it's these two women who started a business completely on social media called The Home. I believe it's called The Home Edit. And then they designed a show around it so that they do their methods and their systems for how they organize people's homes, which it's just kind of, you know, th- this is interesting for me, I guess, to, to ask you how you feel. Because I always feel like stressed during the show while I'm watching it. 
seeing everybody's stuff. How do you feel? Because you walk into a lot of homes where I'm sure it's like, oh my gosh, how did this ever get this bad? And then they're expecting you to be able to fix it and make Mm -hmm. something of it. Mm -hmm. I can feel from the client if they are like, if they're messy, if they're messy people and they don't know how to undo the mess, if they, if they're constantly generating mess inside of themselves and inside of their personal environment, you know, because what's inside is going to be seen on the outside. Like that's it for sure. I love walking into a mess. I'm like, give me all the messes because I just want to take them and make them perfect. I'm like, I would like, if I came over to your house, I'd be like, just go take Cassie for a long walk and I'm just going to take care of your desk. Okay. And just don't come back until I text you. All right. <laughs> now you're revealing my secrets. Cause I showed you my desk before we started and you guys, it's a mess. I told Bridget, I was like, I need more than my group does. I need this talk tonight. Cause I I just have kind of a mess right now. It's not, or it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel aligned to me, but my lack of time is kind of preventing me from spending any time doing anything about it. But Mm. if you, if you um, would allow me to walk Cassie and I came home to a clean house, I would be absolutely on cloud nine, which (laughs) I I know is how it would happen. So, yeah. So let's get into it. All right. For me and everybody just like ask your questions. Like you have a question, something comes up. Does Bridget incorporate coaching after to maintain the simplicity? This is a great question. This is from uh, my best friend, Jamie. Great question. Hi, Jamie. Um, So I do not formally incorporate coaching. Uh, Well, I haven't in the past. I will do follow-ups. So I'll offer maintenance to clients. And then I'll always follow up like two or three weeks after to see how they've been able to live with the systems. And people will always make their own adjustments but by and large if the client is typically a good like a neat enough person they just need to have an established system to follow most of my clients are actually they say i made a mess i just need to clean it up i need you to set up systems and then i can follow it Mm -hmm. like those people know who they are you know so I'm like, okay, I can do that. And then they'll follow it. It's, it's great. So I would say they follow them like 75% of the time, 80% of the time. Then I have the clients who are just naturally messy people. They have, you know, ADHD, they have scattered brains. They've had, you know, brain injuries. So like they're not, like they just brains just don't work in this way, but they still want to feel really calm and really good in their space. So like for those people, I will declutter, I'll set up to simple systems of organization that support how they function in that space, how they think, you know, it's never like the Bridges Flynn method of organization. It's always like, Nick, how do you use your space? What's your thought process? And then I will set everything up down to the last pencil. Like, are you left-handed or right-handed? You know, like it's those simple questions because I know you're going to reach into your left hand drawer for your pens, pencils, markers and your scissors. You know, like, do you prefer a clean desktop or do you want to have everything out visible? Are you afraid that you're going to not remember where things are? There's like organizing. There's so much psychology behind it. So sorry, Jamie, the, the question is, I am beginning to incorporate the coaching into this as I put the connection between person and space more that energetic connection between person and space. I am incorporating the the coaching. Yeah. 
Because I would imagine a lot of people do need that ongoing support of like, they make a mess of the beauty that you created within a week of you being gone. If they don't have that ongoing support of how to sustain, or, or I guess I should say maintain um, and then sustain what is has been done for them. And I actually did say that the other day when we were watching the home edit, I said, they need to do a show six months later so we can see if these people actually kept up with what's going on. <laughs> a good system is easy and it, it's based on how you think and function. It's meant for the flow of your life. If you don't maintain it, then like, that's just, that's you, you know, like I can't make you put your stuff away at the end of the day. I can't make you bring your plates and stuff into the kitchen. Like I can't do that. You have to take responsibility for yourself. You know, again, it's like, it's like success starts and ends with you. Like take responsibility. Right. Yeah. Right. But that's, yeah, there has to be some accountability there that if they're, if they desire for the room to look like that, you're not going to be the little, you know, elf that pops out every night and redoes it for them. They've got to take ownership of what they, what's being created. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But I do offer maintenance. So going back like two weeks, once a month, just going back and like putting things back into place. Cause it is easy for things like you keep moving something an inch every every day or every week you know pretty soon it's gonna be like in a totally different space and you're like i'm like i i didn't put that there originally why is that there I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. jamie says and i know we're gonna to get to this at the end but we we might as well say it now too she said please let us know how to get more info on you i'm so turned on to be organized so Aww, we can take it out at the end so how can they find you bridge because there's a lot of people that want to get organized here Yes, loves. Um, become my personal Facebook friend. I, I put everything on my personal Facebook page because nobody goes to the business page. Um, so come be friends with me there. It's Bridget Flynn, Bridget like Bridget Jones. And then I'm also on the Instagram. It is divine organizing underscore Bridget Flynn. And my website is my name, BridgetFlynn.com. Okay, so how do we align ourselves to success? So home office, no matter where your home office is, whether it's a corner of your bedroom or you have an entire office, okay, or you have to like make an office every day, it is sacred space. And sacred, sacred means like connection to God, Allah, the divine, the universe, whatever you want to call it, you know? And so... I remember when I first heard that, I was like, that is so true because if our businesses, when I, was, when I was really coming to that realization that like my gifts are of sacred service, you know, your gifts are of sacred service. I get chills when I, when I hear that, like on the legs. Yeah. And so if that's therefore our home office, our workspace is also sacred space. And that's why it's really important to have it clean and clear and beautiful so that we can be connected to that sacredness that is our business, that sacredness that is inside of us, you know, so that our light can shine, so that people can find us, so we can have clarity. I keep hearing the word clarity for whoever is listening to this, like clutter prevents clarity. Clutter is very like distracting, you know? So like, I mean, I, I don't want to show you my desk right now because all I've got is a desk. So everything is on it, but I've got like one, two notepads, 
like I just got three notebooks, my glasses, paper, books. So it's cluttered, you know, and and it is it is drawing my attention. It is drawing my attention, and so clutter. Everything commands your attention, especially as a woman. Women have a diffuse awareness, so we. We're, we're biologically cave-womanly trained to see everything around us. Therefore, that's why a woman can walk through a room with a baby on her hip and pick up a pair of socks and tell her kid to get off the video games. And then she see the clock and know that it's 5.57 and she's got to put dinner on the table. And at 6.15, she's got a Zoom call with her client. You know, it's like that diffuse awareness. That's how we operate. How did you so, call it? What kind of awareness? Diffuse. Diffuse, okay. Or diffuse, like it's spelled the same way, sounds differently, means different things. Okay. To diffuse, yeah, same thing. Um, and men are very, they're very single focused. So for us, we really need to have clean, clear spaces. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the first step to, um, to really, your business is your avenue for making the world a better place. And that is why it is so sacred. Um, and then the purpose of aligning to your success, like, I want you to find what that purpose is. What is the purpose to align to your success? Is it because you feel like you need a reset in some capacity? Do you need clarity in your business? Are you trying to, well, I think everything in essence, I think it all comes down to clarity. You know, you want to be successful because when you are successful, it's like you you know you're doing the right thing for yourself and for your business. So to energetically align with the energy of your success, I want you to take stock. Take stock of your connection to your business. So it's always an, it's always an emotional checkpoint first. Take stock of your connection to your business. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about your business? Um, do you feel like it's it's going in the right direction and you're ready to really just take off? Are you feeling kind of blah and bored and glum and gloomy about it? You know, it's like, how are you feeling? And then take a look at your home office space and see how that is reflected, how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's one way to take stock. What else? How else do I want to take a stock? Um, why do you do your business? I have no standing here. That's why I keep looking down. Uh, but it's like, why, why do you do your business? You know? And you know, like we're all, we're all taught to like sit down and like, like, like what's your why? Why? You know? yeah. And like your why often doesn't come until you're like scraping the bottom of the barrel and your back is against the wall and you you're like, why the, am I doing this anyway? You know, and, and then the answer really comes. So, you know, it's like the truth is revealed. The truth is revealed. So it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I truly doing this? And that's when you pick yourself up and you move forward. It's the truth, like you said. So you get back to your why. Okay, so that's a part of the stock is how's your connection to your business? How do you feel about it? What is your real why? And then I want you to take a look at where the, where, like, what are the holes that need to be plugged in your business? Where are you leaking energy? Are you spending too much time on social media? Yes, even have a business, like that's a thing. Because maybe it's not productive time that you're spending on social media, you know? The top I, one, our business is on social media. Yeah. 
it's very easy to forget and start scrolling and go, oh, wait a minute. No, I came on here to actually respond to comments that legit people. And then, you know what I mean? It's hard sometimes. Yeah. So that social media in itself is a huge energy leak. And like we just have to kind of bring ourselves back and be responsible. Are you leaking money? You know, are you paying someone to perform a service and either they're not doing it right or, and you don't know how to correct it, or you've hired somebody, but you really don't know how to direct them. You know, like that's a plug. If somebody, maybe a client is a client draining your energy or something, or is a certain service draining your energy. I want you to take a look at all of those things, the part taking stock and then do the reverse. Like what makes you sing in your business? What is, what's feeling really good? What's feeling really jazzy? What are you really loving? Because these energies all affect you and they impact you. Right. And it's like, I also want you to think about what are you thinking and believing that is holding you back? What are the thoughts and what are the beliefs? that you know are holding you back. Like if you know it, like if it's in your conscious mind already, then it's, it's ready to go. It is so ready to be let out of there. And so this is when I'm talking about like the getting back to the energetics of how, what you feel is going to impact your space. All right. So when I do stuff, it's like, it's, it's always foundational. So this to me is like the foundation of energetically aligning to the success of your business. So when you, when you've done that, just let it go. It's like, let go and let God that saying, however you can just let it go, write it down, put it away, put it aside and just set the intention knowing that you're going to go into this time of energetically aligning with your business for your success. You're like, I have all of these things. I have these highs. I have these lows. I have these energy drains. And I have these energy vivaciousnesses. I don't know what to call them. Uh, uplifters. Energy, you know? energy perks. Thank you. I have all of these things and I'm on my path to success. You know, we feel success as a forward path. So the emotional preparation for like success is so imperative. And then I encourage clients to always do a visualization. So it's like, what does success, what does your next success feel like to you? I'm not talking about the success you're going to have five years out, you know, or three years out. It's like, what is your next big marker of success? So like for me, my next big marker of success is that I'm booked out a month in advance and I'm so busy that I need to hire somebody else, you know? And so like that is, it's within my reach, you know? So I can really go in and I can feel that success. I can visualize it. I can daydream about it. I can imagine it and I can feel it in me. And as I'm getting that glow, that inner glow, and it's like filling all my energy and it's, it's, it's making me see and feel my own success. I am aligning my energy with my next success. Like the embodiment of what you're, it's like what we talk about all the time with success, which is you have to become the future version of yourself to create what you're looking to create because at the level you're at right now, you haven't created it. So you can't create it at that level. It's the new person you're moving into, like embodying that feeling of what success feels like and stepping into it. Yeah. Is that that right? Yes, it is. 
and I just take it, I just take it back a bit because uh, like, I, I just take it a notch, dial it a notch down and being very specific in what is what I, what I would consider my next level of success. Like, for example, I, I would love to have a TV show that's all about me, you know, going to people's homes and doing things. But that's not my next level of success. My next success is being booked out a month in advance and having to hire help. So, like, it's not like the Bridget who's wearing Louboutins and, like, you know, drinking champagne with her girlfriends because she has everybody else doing all the work. <laughs> like, it's not that. It is It is truly what is my next, next level. So, yes. It's like yes. trying to skip eight steps. Yeah. You, you can't jump over eight steps. It's just what's your next step? Yeah, exactly. So, and when you're able to energetically hook into that or plug into that, it comes to life so much quicker because it's already in your energy field. It's already there in your energy field. So it's, it's coming, it's there and it's coming. So you're, you're about to live it. And this energetic connection that you make helps it to come about to manifest even faster. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause even if you use the steps analogy, like by the time, like if I'm standing on steps and I'm trying to jump eight steps up, by the time I build up the energy to try to jump up those eight steps, I have the energy already to just take the next one and then the next one. And if I just gradually move into it, then I'm moving mm-hmm. to that home edit show on Netflix. But right now I need to step up into hiring somebody because I'm booked out. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. So when you are in this feel good space, this is where you want to take the action. So this is where you're going to begin the process of decluttering or editing your space, the organization and the decor. So it's, it's the take stock and then it's the, because I want to pull the energy of your business to you. I want you to feel the fullness of whatever is going on right now. Because all that matters is really is, is right now. So I want to I want I just want to pull all your energy in. Like when you're taking stock, like that's what you're doing. You're like the take stock. The the, the you know the term take stock comes from like doing inventory. You know physical things right in front of you. So everything is all right in front of you. You're looking at it. You know it's a reality check. Bum, bum, bum. This is what I'm feeling. And um, I'm a stock taker. If I could just make mention this comment real quick. What. From my own mama. She said, I need to stop buying scotch tape for my office. So apparently somebody has taken stock and realized she has too much. <laughs> That's a good awareness. That's a good right. awareness, right? Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, you know, some people have compulsory shopping habits or like, I mean, they're like, they're afraid they're going to run out of something. So they will, you know, they'll just buy more. And that is a part of like self-soothing me. Like I have enough. It's okay. I like, I always have enough. So that, anyway. mom. mom, do you hear that? You scotch tape is in abundance. You don't have to buy enough to like, I don't know. I don't even know how much she has, but I can tell you she's one of those people that's like, it might run out. I need more. Cause I've seen her house. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you decorate really well, but you have a little bit of a, um, a hoarding problem with things. <laughs> I'm on this too. Um, so the, so taking stock and then feeling your success. So then like pulling the energy of your business in and then feeling the energy of your success. And then we take action. And the action part is the practical stuff. So this is where we begin the editing or the purging. 
So this stuff is always done best, like first thing in the morning. So Nick, if you want to like wake up like 30 minutes earlier and just roll out of bed, make yourself a cup of coffee and get your butt over to your desk and just pull out the garbage can and just start like, just start doing it, do what you got to do. Yeah. It really is getting it done. Just purging. Yeah. Yeah. The purging has an emotional connotation to it actually. So I will say if you have a lot of stuff and there's an emotional attachment to your stuff, it's a purge. And then I like to call everything else like it's an edit. So like when you think about it, it's like an like an editor, it has a lot of power. They're choosing what content goes into a magazine, for example. You know, it's like this is the content that I want in this issue because this issue is sending this message. So we're putting this piece of content and we're putting it next to this one. We're putting it here, putting it there. It's the selection. It's like, what are you choosing to be present in your life? What are you choosing to be present in your business? Because everything has energy. Things have meaning, you know? So do they deserve a spot at your table? Are they going to contribute to the well-being of your business? You know, so I and I, I find the editing to be uh, very empowering and um, in its way and purging is as well. But it's like if you just more if you have that emotional connection to your stuff, it's more of a purge or if you have a lot of stuff. OK, so there's the purge and the edit. And then there's my next favorite thing. After you've cleaned, like physically cleaned up the space, so like wiped down your surfaces. Right. Then I want you to do a bit of a space clearing. So if you are into, if you have a spiritual bend, uh, this is definitely for you. If you're more religious. The crystals part? Yeah. I love this part. (laughs) So if you're more religious, go ahead and just say a prayer and ask for God and Jesus and everybody to bless. And you can do that too. When it comes to, if you're more spiritually inclined and you, you want to bring in those earthy elements, you know, of, of sage, um, then, then it's time for the clearing. And when you clear, clearing is always in a counterclockwise. They're always going to go counterclockwise when you're, when you're smoking. So when I'm, when I'm smudging the sage, I literally circle it in a counterclockwise. Yeah. Cause that's the energy of like banishment. It's like, we're getting rid of. Oh. Yeah. So when you are ready to move on to the next step, right? You're going to set your intention to clear because it's always first a clear and release. Mm-hmm. And then you call it because you have to like cleaning out your closet. You've got to get rid of the old stuff in order to make room for the new. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to, um, you're going to just sage your space or, or sage spray or whatever you've got, Palo Santo, however you choose to do it. Um, and just set your intention to, to clear out the past, to clear up the things that have been hindering your success, things that have been, have been hindering your third eye, that, that, that part of us that visions, um, clearing out whatever has been blocking our hearts and the, the challenges in our hearts that have been creating the challenges to success, whatever comes to you. But these are the things that are typically holding us back. And how do you, sorry, how do you identify that? Like, how do you know specifically what might be holding you back and what, because I, I feel like that's an area where I struggle. It seems like there's certain things that need to be there that I don't necessarily love, but it's a part of business or it's a part of, you know, what needs to happen. How do you decide what's truly holding you back? 
I don't. In the case of space clearings, I don't. I just ask that whatever truly, whatever energies are truly holding me back, whatever thoughts are holding me back or beliefs are holding me back to just be released. Space can be energetically, like the flow of space can be energetically blocked as well. So like that's, that's, a, that's a bit more on feng shui. That's about creating flow with space. But first things first is the edit and then the space clearing itself. So when it comes to doing the space clearing, I just set the intention, like, just please, I, whatever is holding me back, I, I release it. You know, the, the divine in me uh, releases all the things that are holding me back in my business right now, things in my heart that are holding me back, uh, feelings of low self-worth. I release them right now. I mean, everybody felt like feelings of low self-worth. So like those sorts of things can just be released. And the, and the stagnant energy in your space can also be released. You know, if you've had stacks of books sitting in the same pile for months, you know, you haven't, you haven't moved, you haven't moved anything. Like those things create stagnant energy. And so like, you kind of need to move them around and, and just get the, get the energy flowing and moving again. You know, it's like, I actually it's- do move my books around a lot because I read all of them at any given time. I pick one up and I intuitively just, it, sometimes I just open a page and I go, what do I need to read today? And I trust <laughs> that whatever I open it to, whatever book I'm drawn to and I open it. So I move them, but. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So you just want to get the space cleared out. Just energetically clear it out. You don't have to overthink it. You know, it's all about just the purity of your heart. Like just the purity of your attention. That's it. Just go in there and just give it a good, good old clear. And you can feel the difference in it, in the space. Once you do that, like that's like there's like the physical cleaning, you know, and then there's the energetic scrubbing that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that clears all the crap that's been, or it's beginning to clearing of the crap that is not aligning with your success. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. It just moves the cobwebs. Yep, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, so she's the same with the books. Yeah, they like they're just so. To me, they're one of those things that like I always want to make space for because they're they've just been such an amazing part of my own growth and my own transformation. But I do see where I can get a little bit out of control with them because I love them. So I I become like my mom with the scotch tape. (laughs) Next thing I know, I've got books everywhere, but they are pretty too. You know, they can be decorative. As long as you are happy Mm -hmm. and as long as you, they're not hindering you in any way, then it's okay. Yeah. And I know plenty of people who are creative and they are very messy and they're like, don't touch a damn thing in my house and you come over. Like, oh. so that's like, a real thing too. Like creatives can have a mess and maybe that's just how they operate best. Or is there still something to that that would help them and benefit them to clear that space? I think that there's always something, there's always benefit to having a clear space. Objects trigger things. So a writer, for example, might want to have, and it depends on the person. Like I know writers, I know a lot of writers, writers who have completely cleared off desks because they just need to look at the computer and the blank page, they dive into the blank page and then come back into their imagination. Like, and then boom, it begins. Whereas other, other writers and people in general, they, they feel comfort from the clutter. They feel a lot of comfort. Like they have their mom's old things. They have their dad's old things, their grandma's old things. You know, they derive comfort from that. And I would never take that away from them until they're ready. 
that's a big piece of it. I think they have to be really ready to give it up because I remember, I'm sure you know who Andrew Mellon is. I was, I was listening to his book once "Unstuff your life. And Mm -hmm. he was talking about his version of a home edit. And it was, he was going through like the sentimental things that people want to hold on to. And I've learned just through conversations with people and with myself and, and even my mom, like sometimes people associate that thing with the person and giving it up to them means giving up the person and they're not quite ready to do that. So I think that's a really, you know, just important thing to mention. There are emotional attachments to it that you have to work through before you might be ready to give something up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody goes at their own pace and it is unique to them. So you just, you know, you do your thing, but those people don't typically call an organizer, you know, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not looking for that. They're, they're ready to hold on to all their, you know, and, and I remember exactly. what he said, he's like that hat that's in your closet that was your grandfather's is not your grandfather. And who is it serving? If it's sitting up there in your closet, you're not looking at it every day. You're just holding on to it because it was his. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. You know, the, it's more of like the unwillingness to let go, but the memories are there. The hat doesn't create the memories. The hat is just a thing, an object, neutral. Yeah, exactly. So that's like a bit of an aside on, on decluttering, you know? Yeah. But it's true. Everybody needs, everybody needs to know that. And um, Marie Kondo had it, has it right all day, every day, only if it sparks joy when that book came out was right when I was starting my, my organizing career. And I was like, she's just put the, she's just put it to words so beautifully, you know? And I'm like, thank you, Maureen. So yeah. So like once you've cleansed the space, like gotten it, you've cleared all the energetic cobwebs and like that feeling of like freshness and newness, it's like this feeling of like a fresh start. Whenever I do a space clearing, and I do, I do more than just sage, but when I do a space clearing, there's always this feeling of like, what's next? You know, it's like you're stepping into this space of possibility. And I, I, I love that feeling because then I can, I'm very visual. So like, I can start to like fantasize again about like being in my, like for example, in my office and like, you know, I've got thousand emails that I'm like, I like you know, posting on Craigslist for somebody to come and help or making phone calls. Like, like, Hey, you know, does, does your kid want to learn how to organize? Like I can train him. Please come. I need some help. You know, it's like, it's like that, that's like, like the blank canvas energetically that room is now a blank canvas. So what do I want to have happen? And that's like a part of the next intention setting when it comes to like the energetics of crystals. So there are some things that I think every home office should have. One is rose quartz for love. Okay. I have mm-hmm. that. Okay. Excellent. Liz, did you hear that? Rose quartz is good for Liz is a dating coach. Rose quartz is good for love. I love that. Yes. Selenite is, and these are all inexpensive can, uh, crystals. So selenite is a natural, it's a self-cleansing crystal. So it's, it's a cleaner, it's a cleaner. And so it's always going to like be helping to clean the, clean the energy of the, of the space. And you can always put your crystals, have your crystals touching it if they need to be cleaned up. So rose quartz and selenite, amethyst, 
Amethyst is the stone of the third eye, which is where, like, that's the clairvoyance, is the, uh, the visualization. It's also a stone of being able to, of, um, like, divine connection and intuition. You know, it, our businesses are, like, our divine purpose in many ways. So it's... So the amethyst is the connection to the divine, strengthens the connection to the divine. Not per se. I wouldn't go that far. It's, it helps our ability to communicate okay. with the divine. Those three. And then I would also put in obsidian or black tourmaline. And that is for protection. And if I remember correctly, I remember I used to have black tourmaline at my desk at work when mm-hmm. I did my job. And it also... I forget what the energies and the waves are called from technology, but it helps protect us from the um, EMF or something. EMF. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it is good for that. And with your crystals, just make sure to, they are living things. So they need, they need attention, right? They need your attention as well. So like you can put them on your desk, but like, don't ignore them. Don't like, just let them be like, all right, most courts, you're going to sit there and you're going to do, you're going to open my heart chakra and you're going to like make things like just so great for me. You know, don't be that asshole. Okay. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) open my heart. Rose quartz, do it for me. So they are they are supportive tools. It's like you know, like chefs are always like making sure their knives are super sharp. So you're if you're you know if you're spiritually inclined, you're energetically inclined. Your crystals are tools, just like the knives are for a chef. So you want to keep them clean. You want to be attuned with your tools. Like you want to like have your energy in them. You know why you have it there. Like that rose quartz. Why is love so important for your business? You know, do you want to feel your heart expand and grow as you grow your business? Do you want people to feel your love in your business? You know, and that's also part of, of aligning your energy with success. Because if that's important to you in your business, then that intention is sitting in that rose course. It's on your desk. You feel it every time that you are writing a social media post or talking with a new client or talking to a perspective of making a joint venture or something, you know, it's like, this is the thing that's important to me. Robert Simmons book of stones is the Bible, not the crystal Bible, Robert Simmons book of stones. You want that, especially if you are spiritually inclined. And then you can look it up. I get to get another book. (laughs) Yeah. So bringing those in, it's like, what is the energy that I want to bring in? You know, so you can take that book, for example, and you can be like, what is the crystal that is going to benefit me right now on my path to success? And then you just open the intuit, open it intuitively and it'll be right there. Red Jasper, maybe, who knows? I don't even know what Red Jasper is for. But anyway, so that's another way that crystals can help to align you with the energy of because here's what I do. I wash mine. I do it very like, you know, I, I handle them very carefully and I wash them with like, I have this solution that I made just soap with essential oils. Like I made my own little recipe. Mm -hmm. 
because I was told you're supposed to wash them and cleanse them. And then I charge them mm-hmm. at the full moon. Lovely. Yes. Make sure that your crystals can take water. Some, some are porous and they don't, but like, you can just look that up. Like don't put turquoise in water, for example. Okay. But you can also just cleanse them under the light of the moon. If you wanted to do that or 24 hours in the sun or in the, in the moon, just put in that cycle. There's so many ways you can cleanse a crystal. You don't have to, the, the water symbolizes, right? And it's, it, it actually gets the, the dirt out of the crevices and everything. But yeah, I cleanse my crystals. I'll, I'll wipe them down with a dry cloth or a slightly damp cloth. And then I will clear them with my energy. I'll push energy through them and out. So that's how I, that's how I cleanse my, my crystals. Then I get to handle them. So the next step, so once we've gotten the space clearing and we've got our crystals all set, like we know like those crystals are going to be a tool for our success. They're energetically, energetically aligning us with our success. Okay. Get yourself organized. So this is where you're going to create your systems of organization. First, get your tools. So whether you need like software, whether you need a filing cabinet, if you need stackable trays, think of how you actually function. Just be aware of that and then create little systems to support it and make sure that your tools are high quality and beautiful. Don't cheap out because you're being cheap. Okay. Don't like go to Walmart and buy like the $4 pencil cup because it's a cheap pencil cup. I've done that. <laughs> I've, done I've done, I've actually, I didn't even go to Walmart. I went to the Dollar Tree and I was like, I'm getting my stuff. I'm getting my stuff from here because it's a dollar. And then it sits on my desk and I'm like, I don't mm. like it. Mm. It, do- it doesn't not- spark joy. It does not. It was functional, but functional does not always mean it's the right choice. No. You, there are people who will go to the dollar store and be absolutely overjoyed that they've got that little container. It's their style. It's perfect. It's functional. They're happy with it. That's perfect. That is in energetic alignment with them. That dollar store clip holder is not in alignment with you. You're at that level of the container store. I was just going to say, this whole side of my room is all container store. (laughs) Yeah. It does, right? The things, as an organizer, I will buy most of the the utilitarian things from the container store. I'll buy some bins from Target, like the Sterilite bins with the purple lids. Like, I'll buy the purple latches. I'll buy those. But almost everything comes from the container store because it's high quality. This is an investment in your business. It's a small space. And buy what your budget will allow for. So this is where the visual side of things begin to impact how you feel. Like, go look at the, look at the crap side of your desk. Just, just look at it. How do you feel? When you look at it, I have faith. You know where I sit? I sit on my bed and do my work because I don't want to sit there. Yeah. And I don't want to sit on my bed either, but it just feels better than sitting there because I don't like looking at all that is. No, your bed is meant for sleep. Like that's it. Like you're confusing the energy of bed with work, work and sleep. There's like, it just bleeds and it's no good. It doesn't feel good. 
So that's why it's really important to have, you know, especially because you work in your bedroom, to have that that energetic divide. The divide, yes. So having an office, having it look beautiful, beautiful becomes a part of the decor, right? So even functional things can be beautiful. Beautiful baskets, beautiful bins, high quality, pretty. They're high vibes. So when you look at them, you feel better, you know? And it becomes more about the decor. And then when you go to sit down in the morning and do your work, then you feel better about doing your work. Yeah. I did just, I'm in the, that's why I was so excited for tonight. Cause I'm in transition. Like Liz said, she is. And I just bought a new seat uh-huh. and I'm buying a new desk because part of why I don't sit at that desk is because I've got clutter on it, but part of that is because the desk just doesn't work for me. So I'm upgrading and getting a seat that I really like sitting in and a desk that I really like and, you know, finding things that really work for me that aren't just functional, but truly serve me and make me feel good when I look at them and use them. Mm-hmm. Yes, precisely. Precisely. Create. Yes. I said, get your, get your tools, make them pretty, pretty as high vibe, create flow with your organization and allow organization and design to meet. Okay. How does like that align your energy with success? It's an up leveling. We are in general inspired by beauty and a person who is successful has beautiful things around her. Like she's in control of her environment and she's in control of her business. For some reason, like JLo like flashed in my mind, you know, it's like, who doesn't freaking want to be like JLo? Okay. Like mobile. So do you think JLo like sits in an office that is, that is messy and like has like a mismatching chair and desk and no, you can bet your patootie that JLo's office is spacious with like velvet chairs and like a mahogany desk with like a gilt étagère and these incredible wall like like it's it's glam it's banging it is a direct reflection of who she is right so if you up level your decor it's it's pulling you up into that same level you know it's, it's an invitation again your success starts and ends in you but this the decor can be a tool and it's so like, this is where feng shui comes in. So I can give, uh, feng shui is, the, the, the stuff is like based on your birthday, you know, like astrology is, but there are some generalizations that I can give you. Okay, so the first thing is, in a, if you are blessed to have a space that is totally like dedicated to your work, make sure that you're in some capacity, you can see the door in your eye line. So like, for example, I see you have your back to the door, right? Okay. In that case, to remedy that, you want to put a little mirror somewhere in front of you so that you can see it. Whether you just like, like, you know, squeegee the mirror to the window or you like nail a little mirror to the gym where you have one on your desk and you can just see, angle it to the door. So, because the door is where opportunities are entering and exiting your business. And so it's very important to have your eye on that door so you can see what opportunities are coming through and you're not missing them. No successful person wants to miss an opportunity because she was too busy with her head down into her business, nose to the grindstone. No, no, no. You don't want that. So that 
feng so feng shui helps to align you with the energy of your success it invites it, it paves the path to success it allows success to flow better into your life mm -hmm. um, the opportunities by facing the door mm -hmm. yes yeah, so like that's one general general thing for for feng shui and i have found it to be immensely helpful I never felt good with my back to the door. I was kind of like, like, kind of like looking over my back, like who's going to come in and, you know, I don't know, <laughs> pull right. a gun or something. Um, but I feel much more, it's called the command center, the command position. And so when you're desk, when you're able to see the door, you're in a, in the position of command. Your desk should never really be crammed against the, in a corner or into the wall. Your desk is the, it's the center of your business the physical center of your business. So you always want to be in a very powerful position in the room, however you can, mm -hmm. if you can. So, and then if you've got a vision board, maybe, I want that vision board right where, like when you look up, you can see it. Mm -hmm. That's it. When you look up, you see it. So like, it's always serving as a constant reminder to you of where you're going next. You know, and it energetically, like when you make your vision board, it's a whole other topic, you know, but it is about your next. And it is about like that, that feeling you're like, yes, I can feel that. Like it's always about the feeling because success is a feeling that's generated inside of you first, you know, like that's how it starts and ends inside of us is because it becomes a feeling. And then that feeling draws a success to you. It's not like I'm going to go and feel like crap all day, every day. Who feels like that and is successful? Like a traffic like. Yeah. I don't know a single person who is like that and is successful. So once personally, once I, once I made that switch, I got more clients. They started coming easier and easier. I was like, this is easy. Like I live solely from my ability to get clients. It still blows my mind, you know? It's like, I'm not like waiting for the boss man to write me a check, you know? I say this is how much the service is. So I'm able to do it, you're able to do it. It's a very powerful thing, like to know where your success comes from. When it comes to the decor of your, of your office or of your space, you have to go with what's going to really jazz you. Like, for example, I would never do, I'm a very fiery person. You can see clearly I love color, you know? And like, while I can create a beautiful, soothing, calming office for someone, I need to be stimulated. I love like, cause it's like feeding fire with fire, you know? I'm like, you know, deep roses and like forest greens and gold and like, you know, jungle prints and stuff like that. Like that, like that makes me feel like a queen. You know, that's like, I'm on the prowl, I'm moving, things are happening. The jungle never sleeps and I never sleep. So it's like, you know, it's like, arr, arr, like let's go, let's do this. Um, that's the energy that I give off and that's the energy that I, that I want reflected back to me. So it has to be cohesive. It has to be in alignment with who I really am, but just that next level. So I'm never going to do like a polka dot wallpaper and like a plaid, whatever, like those things are not me. It's very simple, but it has to be you. 
Right. So much of this, you know, depends upon you knowing yourself. And if you don't know yourself in certain respects, then just take a big step and go for it. Just you'll figure it out anyway. At least you, you've done it. And that's how you figure it out is you just, you do it. I thought I was like a little bit woman in curtain. We learn by doing. You try it out. Yeah. I bought curtains the other day at Target and I brought them home and I put them up and I was like, nope. But then to be fair, I gave it like another couple of days just to make sure it wasn't, you know, my, just my, and over the couple of days I was like, no. So I took him back because I had to learn by having it in the space and see it and feel it that it's not right. That, that innate yes or no will tell you something doesn't usually grow on you. You just actually begin to tolerate it when it comes to decor. Like there's a, there's a difference. And you'd be like, it's growing on me. I'm like, mm, I think you're just beginning to tolerate it. And when you start tolerating shit, like, mm, hello, downward slide, it's just slow, slow, slow grade down. But yeah, no. And that I'm available for it. It's like how you do something is how you do everything. And mm-hmm. if you settle in one area, you're going to settle in other areas. So tolerating is dangerous. Yeah. And you don't want that in your office. You don't want that energy of toleration in your bedroom. You don't want any of that. So that's like, that's the, that's how to, how to align your, how to align your home office with success is it's about clarity. That work keeps coming. It is about clarity. What is success to you? Get very clear on what is your next success and clear the path using these tools of purging, of space clearing, of organization, of decor to help clear that path and elevate you into the next level. Use your, use your energetic tools like crystals, like the sage. Um, you could use plant power, you know, if you're into essential oils and aromatherapy, like that can help you as well. You can use art to reinforce. There's another, there's another thing that you, with the home office, I forgot to say this, but it is so critical, is when you are creating your home office or you're purging your home office, there shouldn't be pictures of your kids everywhere or your dog everywhere. One or two pictures is fine. There shouldn't be pictures of uh, religious icons unless you're a priest, you know, like that sort of a thing. You, you want to come to have, is that why? You, in your home office, you should only have images of your industry and of success in your industry. So like, for example, I was in the office of a musician, a guitar player of a musician, and he had these pictures of the desert in his office and he was like trying to make a comeback. And I was like, you're not going to make any sort of a comeback if you have pictures of a dry desert where nothing grows. Right. Yeah. I was like, no, you're not, don't, don't do that. And so to the, the best thing for him would have been to have pictures of his past success, you know, his records up on the wall, music notes, you know, who cares? Like whatever his, whatever to him was music and successful, like whatever felt good to him, get him in, like into that juicy vibe. So same for you, you know, what is your industry? What are the, the icons in your industry? And by icon, I mean like your symbols. Um, what are things that feel successful to you? Make sure that's in, that's reflected in your art. Mm-hmm. 
I like that because then it's almost like your art is kind of serving as its own vision board. Mm -hmm. Everything. It's all, it's all energy. Like, you know, it's, you're looking at it and you're feeling it, you know, and that puts out that vibration of success. You know, it serves as a reminder. You're constantly, you, you become your surroundings. You're brainwashing yourself, right? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. You're brainwashing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like you've got this. You, this is you. You're already there, you know? So it's, it's your, it is your next, it is your next. So like for me, I want to put up when I, when I actually do my office, I want to put up uh, professional photos I've taken of my projects, you know? And that serves as a reminder of the, the beauty that I've created for people, you know? And that's a high level thing to do, to get professional photos taken of your work, like, and then to look at them all day, every day. Love yeah. that. Liz is saying she's so happy to hear that she doesn't have to have a calming office. She loves to be inspired by rich colors and prints. Yes, Liz, kindred spirit. It's it's all about what inspires you because some people need a calm office to inspire them. They that that's more the vibration. But for fire signs, you know, we need that. We need the hello, everybody. That makes sense. Liz, what is your sign? Are you a fire sign? Cause I'm a fire sign. So as Liz is saying that, and you're saying that like, I do like things loud and kind of like not loud in a cluttery way, but just in a yeah. vibrant way. Yeah. We like things that vibrant. That's it. And it's all about what we like and what we're drawn to that makes sense for us to feel supported and energetically aligned um, with the energy that's in us. Cause that brings more of it out of us. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's always about what exactly is in line with you and, and bringing that line closer and closer to the center. And that center is the alignment. That's the true alignment. Mm-hmm. So as you go along, you can feel like if you're not used to being in alignment or like, what does that even mean to be in alignment? Cause you're just so used to being like serving others or coming in last. You know, like you don't even know who you are, what you want, you know, or like, you're like, I want to get there. I want to get into them. I want the success, you know? So instead of having to be like on that hamster wheel of success, having to like, like you have to do all the things to, to be successful. Like you're just always da, 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 da. getting into aligned, energetic alignment with your success through these things that we've been talking about tonight through your space. Cause your space, what is inside is outside. You know, so you want it to, it's going to reflect, it's all going to come back. It's all holistic. It's all cyclical and you deserve to have the support of your space. It is another tool that will bring you success quicker. You know, I used to tell my students when I was a teacher, they would always go, oh my gosh, Miss Kramer, you are so organized. I mean, I was hyper organized and I mean, coming from a place of like having 150 kids all day, every day, I kind of had to stay on top of things because there was a lot going on. Right. And they were always like, how do you do it? You stay so organized. Well, I made sure I stayed after every single day and I cleaned up my desk and I left it cleaned off and looking beautiful before I left so that the next day when I came in, I walked into a space that felt really good. And I would say to them, you know, if I don't keep this space organized, my brain is going to go crazy. Like it's already crazy in here. So if I keep my outer world contained and looking nice, it helps my brain stay on top of what I need to stay on top of. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Less things, you know, less clutter gives the brain space to breathe. 
Right. It does. Because when you have less stuff, then you have less things to worry about. Truly. Right. Well, like you said earlier with the author, who's like, I just need a blank page and I want to jump into the page. But like, if there's things distracting you at all angles, your mind isn't completely focused on the page and on what you're writing. And the same thing could be said for any of us when we're sitting down to do some work in our space. Are you focused on the work or are you distracted by all the other things that might be going on around you if you don't have a space that's cleansed and clear of clutter? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love that. So have you got any questions like for you, for your own help too? Well, I probably have a lot. I just, you know, what I tend to do is I make lists and lists and lists of things that like, once I get all this done, then I'll clear it out. And then I realize I'm never going to do that thing. I'm just not. And is it really important for me to do it? And so it's like what you said earlier, what's holding you back? like decide what's holding you back, identify that. And if that means sitting with it and kind of getting clarity on it, but it sounds to me from what I'm saying right now, that that might be my next best thing. And kind of like, you know, what we were talking about earlier with sentimental things, like, are you available to let it go? And I feel like that's maybe a conversation I need to ask myself with my space is how is it serving me? Is it sparking joy? Am I available to let it go? And if I keep it, what is it doing for me? You know, because I also, you mentioned purging can become very emotional and I get into the emotion of things and I want, I'm all or nothing. I'm like, everything goes because I want it all gone. I want like a clean slate, but I think I can find a happy medium and not need to be so all or nothing and just dump everything. But actually, let me ask you, okay, let me ask you, there's layers to that one. Let me ask you this. When you dumped things before, have you missed them? People like, oh, I shouldn't have thrown that out. No. Very rarely. It's come up where I've been like, oh, I would, it was more like, oh, shoot, it wouldn't be, it would have been nice if I hadn't thrown that out. But like, it's not, it's not the end of the world kind of thing. So, okay. So I think, and I've done that trick before too, where I'll put things in a box and I'll put a date on it like six months from now. You know what? It just happened to me the other day. I quit my job two weeks ago, right? 9-11. This past Friday was my last day. You're going to laugh at this because this is speaking to what we're talking about. Here I am on Friday morning and I realized, you know, since the pandemic, we did not go into our office. So I've been working straight 100% from home, like most of the world since the pandemic. But my office that's 25 minutes away, I have worked in that office for seven years. There's stuff there, right? And on Friday morning, it occurred to me, I've tied up all my loose ends. I've wrapped everything up that I needed to wrap up. My last day is today. Maybe it would be a good idea to go into my office and clean that out. So I I start driving to the office and one of my coworkers who also left the the company two months ago, he's on the phone with me. He's like, congrats. I'm so happy for you. He said, what are you doing today to celebrate? I said, well, I'm on my way to the office right now because I realized I might want to clean out my desk. He goes, Nick, when's the last time you saw that desk? I said, Oh, I don't know. Whenever we stopped going in March and he goes in like the last six months since March, since you've seen that, has there been one time that you've gone, Oh shoot. I wish I had that. Have you missed anything in that office? I said, no. He goes, then why turn around? Why are you driving in? 
I said, well, cause I just feel like now that I'm almost there, I might as well just go and like, you know, I'll just, if there's anything personal there, I'll just clean it up and get rid of it. Like me, you know? And so I get all the way there and the girls that close the office down at the end of the day are leaving and they're on their way out the door by the time I pulled in the parking lot. And I was like, Hey, I just wanted to see real quick if I could go in and grab something. And they were both like, no, we're in a hurry. We both have to get somewhere. And I was like, I hear you universe. <laughs> I don't need know. I don't need to do anything with it. And it was kind of funny because as I was saying this to you right now about this office, I was like, I can't let go of things. And then I'm like, why not? Why not? It's just taking up space and energy in my world for whatever reason I'm choosing to hold on to it. But I think, I think to your point, I think I just need to get rid of it. Okay. So you don't really miss it when it's gone. And then what makes you look at the stuff and be like, Oh, I need to get rid of it. Oh, I can't stand this anymore. What is it about the space that makes you say that? Cause I don't like how it looks or feels. Okay. And how did it become the way that it looks and feels right now? because I've allowed things to pile up and I have not owned my part in delegating where I need to delegate certain things or, you know, just owning, I guess that I need to make a decision. And so sometimes my procrastination has me put things off. Cause I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I want to do with this right now. So I'll just put it here. And then there becomes its home instead of becoming its, temporary spot until I decide what to do with it. Cause ultimately I just don't even plan on making a decision. I would imagine that's why I've put it there. As we get busier, we can, so I'm a, I'm a classic, just like put it off. I procrastinate the organizer procrastinates, but I have recently, as I get busier and busier in my business and I forget more and more things I realized that I have to make a decision in the moment. Like when somebody texts me, I already know the answer inside anyway, if it's going to be yes or no, or what I really want to say. So just in that moment, go ahead and respond. Just go ahead. And when I take off my shoes, just put them back in the closet, do the dishes, do a 10 minute tidy. That's it. Like, just, just do it in the moment. You already know what the answer is. And the thing of it is, is it, it always gets bigger in our heads than it actually is. So it will take me 30 seconds to file that check. Yet I'm going to throw it on my desk and just be like, I can't, I can't do it right now. I'm too busy. No, I'm, I'm actually not too busy because what's going to happen is that check is going to sit on my desk and there's a part in my brain that is like connected to that check that's going to remember that I have to file that check. And it's just going to sit there eating at my brain, reminding me all the time until I do it. So why not just give myself the peace of mind when you have less stuff and less you know, less things to take your attention, you have more peace of mind. You can focus your mind and your attention and your energy on growing your business, on serving your clients, on being with your, with your loved ones, you know, on living your best life and not on stuff. Like that's the whole reason 
at the, at the bottom of it, this is why I do this stuff, because I want people to live their best lives. And that means so many things. It means us being incredible business owners and service providers. It means having these rich, rich relationships. It means having the, the extraordinary things that we want to happen in life, you know, going on adventures or, or you know, seeing incredible art, whatever your best life is for you. If you are weighed down by clutter, if you are held back by a lack of organization and that lack of organization and clutter is are your stumbling blocks to your success, you need to clear all that stuff out and get yourself right in line and use those other tools. Allow the good in if you don't clear the space for it to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. How can we find you? Let's cover that again. I know we covered that a little bit ago, but I want to make sure for anybody who joined us later that they know how can we find you, follow you, soak in all the amazingness that you're going to continue to offer and how can we work with you? So you can find me on Facebook. Friend me personally, please. That's where you'll be able to see everything that I put up. Um, Bridget Flynn. I'm friends with Nicole, so like you'll find me. And then come follow me on Instagram. I find mostly on Facebook, but I love Instagram too. Uh, Divine Organizing underscore Bridget Flynn. And my website is my name, BridgetFlynn.com. So those are the ways to reach me. And like you can always, I'm super open. You can call me, you can email me, like whatever. Like my phone number is right there. It's very easy. And then to, to work with me, I work with clients virtually as well as locally. And I do, I create bespoke plans for, uh, for the home edit, for the decluttering and the organizing. And I also do the design work. So like, it's always a bespoke plan, whatever you need, but I've cre- I'm creating a package, a little a little package uh, based on what we've talked about today, and I it's it's aligning your business with the energy of success, and so how to how to and how to do that through space exactly what we talked about here today. So if anybody wants to be a part of that beta, I would love to have you as my guinea pig. <laughs> What is it exactly that it entails so people know what they're what they want to be a part of? So it's everything that I've walked you through today, but just it's it's that coaching aspect. So you come into my space and I hold that space for you to to evaluate yourself, to evaluate your business, to evaluate what truly is your next. And I really this is where I put my intuitive skills into really good play. So um, helping you to evaluate and take stock of your business and your success. And what does that mean? And then creating that bespoke plan for, for decluttering and organizing and organizing is it's about holistic systems that support you. And some people can do that on their own. And some people really need the guidance. And even if you're really good at it on your own, having a professional help you just brings it up to the next level. I create the cohesion. I see things that you don't see because I've been doing this for six years with dozens of different kinds of clients. So there's that. And then um, I will energetically read your space and I can say, you need to, you know, you need this kind of a crystal. You need to be doing this kind of a ritual. And, you know, I can see where the connections are between yourself and your office. So I use 
I use that also that gift that I have within it. And this is all, it's all coming to align your energy with the energy of success in your home office. And then I bring the decor in. So and I'll create that virtually. Yeah. So I'll, yeah, the, it's a, it's a design, it's a design concept. So if you wanted to, if you wanted to purchase, we can do something to purchase, or if you just wanted the concept board and you can implement it at your will, then that's what you do. So, but it, it is, it's the energetics. It's connecting all of that energy of success with your home office and with you. Yeah. I love it. And you're doing a beta round. You beta are- baby. Yes. So the, the, the beta round, the beta package is 600 for all this. It's, it's 30 days. And so um, 30-ish. I don't know. I don't quite know how long it's going to last because, you know, certain things take a little bit longer. But in general, it's going to be it's going to be 30 days. So if that's if you want to if you want that kind of success in your business in 30 days when i clear out people's offices i bring i bring to clearing projects a strong purging energy so when i clean out people's home offices here locally they find money and not just like 20 bucks like hundreds of dollars thousands of dollars they gain clients they gain new joint venture opportunities. It's mainly they get new clients. So to clear is very, very powerful. Never underestimate the power of clearing. But having someone who is energetically connected, because it's I hold a certain space, I hold a certain energy, and there's there's something about my energy in the space that clears things out and brings in, brings in other things. So that's, that's my, that's my value add opportunity. I hope everybody's hearing it. You've got an opportunity to work with Bridget for 30 days to align your home office for success. And she said it, get more clients. You're clearing space. You're finding money. You're creating opportunities by cleansing that space and really aligning it for who you are in your business and where you're looking to go. You get immense clarity when you clear things out. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Bridget, for being here with us, for sharing everything you know about how important it is to really align ourselves with our environment and how impactful that can be to who we are. Thank you. It was a pleasure as always. And thank you everyone for being present with us and listening. And um, I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. You can put them in the comments and I will respond. Yeah. Make sure you tag bridge in the comments. If you have questions and she will make sure she gets to you and answers your questions. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Thank you all for being here. Um, again, Bridget, you were awesome. I really appreciate your time and you sharing your amazing expertise with us. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. 
You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.